Hey, my name is Chelsea and I'm a time management and productivity coach. My goal is to help you go from overwhelmed to under control without a strict schedule or a bunch of productivity hacks. Each week, we'll talk about productivity mindset, actionable advice, my favorite resources, and you'll hear from guests just like you who are maximizing their limited resources. If you're anything like me, you're listening to this on the go, so check out the show notes and follow me on Instagram at Chelsea N Coaching to learn more. Okay, let's get to this week's episode. So today I want to answer the question, do you need a time management coach? What does a time management coach do? And how do you know if you're ready to start working with a time management productivity coach? Many people are often surprised when I say that I'm a time management productivity coach. I think it sounds fairly nuanced or, or maybe even really obvious to some people. And there's a lot of different ways that we are represented in the coaching world. Some people are just call themselves business coaches or business strategies or systems. There's a lot of different ways to talk about how people manage their time and improve their productivity. Because again, it plays in so many different places in our lives, even in, you know, whether you're in a specific job or you work from home or you have a family and being any opportunity there is to be more thoughtful and purposeful with how we're using our time and how to find opportunities to increase efficiency and productivity throughout the day is something that the majority of people are interested in in some way, shape or form. I like to say that my most of my clients are entrepreneurs or nonprofit leaders because I like to focus on people who need to maximize their limited resources, including their time. So we're often talking to people who are in some kind of transition. Maybe they just got a new job or they're transitioning responsibilities within their organization. Maybe they are new to being moms or being someone at home who now has a lot to juggle or they're going back to the workforce and need to kind of rethink and restructure systems that may have been working in the past but are no longer serving them to their capacity. I think I told the story at the earlier episodes if you want to check it out, but one of the most frustrating pieces about time management productivity and the advice is that is out there is really about delegating. And while there's often opportunities that people aren't seeing where they can delegate or automate in a lot of different ways within their lives, that's not necessarily true for everybody. And so we wanna be really thoughtful about where there are opportunities to do what you gotta do by yourself without hiring a full team. And I also wanna talk about it in terms of that idea that a lot of productivity advice comes from a place of being really monastic. It comes from a place of being really, you know, put your head down, turn off all the sound, all the noise, block out all of the distractions, put your phone on, do not disturb, and just hunker down and get work done, which again is not realistic for most of the people that I work with who are responsible or need to be responsible or responding to their boss, to their colleagues, to their families, and don't have the capabilities, at least 
not as obviously as some people do where they can kind of lock themselves in a quiet space and just put their head down for hours and hours at a time. I also found myself working with a lot of people who would identify themselves as type A, people who are super motivated to be a leader. They want a sense of accomplishment with working towards their dreams and their goals. They are high achievers who have been functioning at a level that allowed them to get to where they are. And again, because they're transitioning, because they're trying something new or because something in their life has changed, the systems that they were using aren't working as well. I often think of the example of you know being in college, like I talked about in the first episode, where I was you know, getting a major and two minors and working uh, at a job, had friends. I was running two major clubs, right? I had, I was so efficient and so productive and got so much done, but at the cost of any kind of sleep or self-care or really showing up my best in any single one of those places. And so things have changed. And so recognizing when the systems that we had in place are no longer matching the needs of our lifestyle anymore. So when I work with clients, it's typically either one-on-one or I've been mentioning that I'm offering a group coaching program that will start in September. The doors are opening in August. But within that program, we start at kind of the high level of productivity mindset and getting to understand why what is working and what is not working, why you may feel anxiety or stress around getting things done, why your to-do list seems to be never ending and overflowing, and really thinking about what that's coming from and ways that you can make some, some shifts and some adjustments and add some boundaries around your time to really just protect yourself. And it comes from that place of you can't pour from an empty cup, right? You want to make sure that your priority is you, and you can build your day around that. Then we talk about energy management. We talk about building your ideal day and what time of the day makes the most sense for you. I have most of my clients clients take a quiz that helps them identify what their chronotype is. So again, understanding if you are a morning person or a night person and how you can perhaps just rearrange when you're working out versus when you're working versus when you're spending time on certain types of projects so that your energy matches the focus you need for that activity. We talk about work rituals and dive deep into procrastination and really what your hangouts or holdups are on procrastination. We talk about intentionality and rest. So finding moments of rest in your day and recognizing when you're not being intentional with your time. So if you're going to take a break, planning proactively about what that break is gonna look like so that it's not just doom scrolling on Instagram or digging into your email because you think that that's a break, right? Really, what is the purpose and goal of the time you have? Nothing wrong with jumping into Instagram for a little bit or scrolling on Facebook as a break, but making sure that that's what you intended to do with that time. We talk about calendar control. So pausing before you say yes to meetings or to invitations, really being strategic about when that's going to show up on your calendar so that you can 
save and preserve those blocks of time when you are most energized, right? If you are a morning person and you get your best work done between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m., let's try to avoid meetings at that time if you can, right? And sometimes it's just a matter of saying, hey, that time doesn't work well for me. Can you meet at one o'clock instead? And most of the time people aren't going to be put off by that, but we're so eager to please, we're so eager to say yes, someone else's request that we don't think about how it's going to impact our day and our calendar. So giving you some language, helping you set some boundaries around how you use your calendar so that you can be really smart in your scheduling. And similarly for adapting for life. So later on in a podcast coming later, I'll talk through kind of block scheduling or, or time blocking and how you can make sure that there's room for life to come up, right? Either there's room for those phone calls you have to take in the middle of a block schedule when you intended to be working on something else. Nothing is perfect and nothing is going to be absolute when we're working together because life's not perfect and life is not absolute. We talk a lot about tracking tasks. So talking about your to-do list, best practices, different options you have, and really how to kind of get out from under that feeling of, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. What am I going to do next? I don't know where to start you know, that kind of frazzled energy that so many people have because they just don't have a great system in place to capture their their to-dos or their tasks and a strategy around how to prioritize those. I like to talk about getting organized. So this is both in the physical space and in the digital space. So what does your office setup look like? Where are all the important papers you need so that you can grab them quickly? I don't think it's a problem to necessarily be, you know, kind of a more messy or untidy person. I I know that I tend to be pretty tidy, but as long as you know where your things are, right, as long as it's that controlled chaos, you don't need to have a perfectly manicured desk every day, but you need to know where everything is so that you're not spending time that you could be working on a project searching for that piece of paper. And you need to know where everything is. And so developing a system and a strategy to ensure that the physical stuff is organized as well as their digital stuff is organized. There are so many great digital organization tools. And I think the problem that comes up there is that there's almost too many choices and people tend to try all of them. So you may have your photos in Dropbox and all of your documents in Google Docs and something else saved on your computer and something else saved, you know, somewhere else, right? Or maybe there's more photos in Google Photos or on Facebook, right? And it just gets to be really tricky to manage where all of those things are. There's version control. There's putting dates in the appropriate ways to make sure that things are organized. Or there's some people who can take it a little too far and they have you know 17 places to click through to get to that folder that they need so talking about what digital tools you need and how to set that up so that you have everything you need on hand as fast as possible and then speaking of working faster we really talk about systemization automation removing repetitive tasks, mastering certain technologies, and setting yourself up by removing barriers. And this is where sometimes we see those kind of quote unquote productivity hacks. 
come into place where you're just setting up a automation or something in your business or in your life that enables you to work more efficiently so that there's less mistakes throughout your day because it's being automated. It's not relying on you to remember or to type something incorrectly. This is also where silly things like making sure that the folders you use most often are bookmarked or that your inbox is set up in a way that you can quickly and efficiently get through your emails, right? We want to be thinking about those opportunities to find ways to work more efficiently, to work less to doing things so that you're not wasting time doing the same thing over and over and over again. And for every client, this is a little different. If you are using Excel for your business quite a bit, maybe we do an Excel demo and I show you some quick formulas or shortcuts in Excel or in Word, we definitely talk through inbox management and how to set up your email and different strategies for processing emails really quickly so that you can reach inbox zero or inbox manageable. Maybe you need a digital project management tool for your business, such as Asana or monday.com. And so how do you set those templates up for a project so that you're not recreating the wheel every time you are starting a new project? Maybe it's setting things up like Zapier, where when you post on Instagram, it automatically goes to LinkedIn and saves you the step of having to post yourself. Or you have a new subscriber come in and it automatically generates your welcome sequence, right? So there's a lot of different ways that this can show up. But if you're not thinking about your time holistically, if you're spending every single day in and out doing that thing, you may not even realize that there's a shorter or faster way to do it until someone asks you to step back and really audit your time. When I'm working with someone, this all comes together with making sure that they are, again, working on the most important thing at the right time so that you have time for the people and the projects that you love. I don't want anyone to think about, again, productivity for the sake of just getting more done, for the sake of getting more done. We want to be thinking of our productivity in terms of making space and making time so that when you are sitting on the couch after dinner, you feel good about that. You know that you got what you needed to done for the day, that you know what you're going to be working on tomorrow, and that it's okay for you to take this break because you trust that you're going to be able to be just as efficient, as effective as you were today, as you were yesterday. And guess what? If you're not, that's okay too. We all have those days, especially for women, there are certain times in our cycles where we just can't focus or can't concentrate to our highest ability. This can also happen if you're tired or if there's been a family emergency that's kept you up at night or distract you from what you need to be working on. And so making sure that we have built a life and a lifestyle that allows us to, to accommodate for those things that um, as they come up and also have the language to tell our bosses or our clients what's going on with us, right? And not just this kind of head down hustle and grind culture to reach a goal that we don't even want to reach or that we're not excited about. So I also, when I'm working with a client, 
we try out different techniques. And that's one of the things I love most about the one-on-one coaching is because you really get to meet every week to kind of experiment, right? You want to see how things go. If what we talked about the week before worked well for you, if you've been able to, you know, utilize or um, put into practice any of the things that we talked about and where are there questions? Where are there gaps? Did it just absolutely not work? Was it too loose and you need something more strict or vice versa? And we really have an opportunity to talk through those challenges and make adjustments as needed, which is one of the reasons that I love the group coach or the one-on-one coaching. And I'm really excited about the group coaching program because again, it's a cohort learning model. And so what that means is there's going to be weekly classes that talk through a lot of the things that I mentioned in this podcast. And there's opportunity to come together, right? And to support each other, to hold each other accountable, to talk through and share the the wins and the challenges, share those moments where you put together this beautiful plan for your day and it totally went off the walls because you couldn't concentrate or you spent the entire weekend procrastinating for your business. So you have this beautiful content strategy and not a single thing written for your actual content for the month, right? So recognizing and kind of calling each other and supporting each other through those real life scenarios that we all face and being able to learn and grow together, learn from each other to get through that program. So I'm really, really excited about that. Uh, especially because as a course junkie, I have purchased so many business classes and all kinds of stuff like to learn to take better photos or um, how to do this kind of marketing or content strategy stuff. And it's really hard to stick through it because I don't, I have a question I don't know who to ask or no one's really kind of holding my hand and and talking me through or making it kind of relatable uh, as I'm going through those classes. So I think that there's going to be a lot of value in doing that together because we'll, I said, we'll watch the class, we'll come together, we'll talk about it. There's opportunity for individual coaching so that we can make sure that what you're learning can be tailored to your life, right? Maybe you are a full-time entrepreneur and ready to really grow your business. Maybe you are still working full-time as you grow your business and you're trying to balance what your calendar should look like with both of those really big lifts. Again, maybe you are transitioning to a new job or new responsibilities and the systems that you had weren't working for you and you need to kind of readjust. Or you're transitioning to working from home and now you're distracted by the chores that need to get done around the house and you're having a really hard time concentrating. Or maybe you have to go back into the office, right? More and more people are having to go back into the office now And so you need to figure out how to manage your schedule as people are popping in and out of your office all day, right? And what kind of boundaries you can set up around there. So there's a lot of different ways that this can apply to you and where you can get a lot of value out of working with a time management and productivity coach. I would love to hear any of the time management or productivity challenges you are facing, shoot me a DM at Chelsea M Coaching or send me an email at coaching at chelseanewmeyerproductivity.com. I 
I'm always interested in learning about where there are challenges so that we can kind of strategize new ways to work together. I will say that prices for my one-on-one -on -one coaching will increase in July 1st. Currently it is $1,210 and that will be increasing to $2,490 starting July 1. So I tend to take five or six clients at a time. If you're interested, let's set up a free consultation call and you can do that on my website, chelseanemeyer.com. Uh, and the group coaching program, the doors will open in August uh, and the class will kick off in September. Again, I hope this added some clarity around what a time management coach could do. And I would love to work with you. So please don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions. Thank you for enjoying another episode of From Overwhelm to Under Control. I hope you're feeling one step closer to your goals. Don't forget to check out the show notes and follow along on Instagram at Chelsea and Coaching. Talk to you soon.